Welcome to episode three of the AIPC interviews. And on this episode, we have an old friend of mine who is not new to podcasting. And he is also the um, co-founder of Tiny Shutter, Mark Sadowski. How you doing, Mark? How's it going, man? Pretty good. You are, like I said, you're not new to podcasting, and uh, and you 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 do Tiny Shutter. You come on once in a while with us. Um, You're a busy fellow. That's 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 okay. But you've also got another one on the go. Yep. Uh, yeah, right now, Tiny Shutter has been a uh, producer role for the audio stuff, and I've been handling the YouTube side more, uh, doing right. the, the Tiny Shutter videos. And yeah. I'm also the host of the Fujilove podcast uh, that, that's uh, brought to you by Fujilove Magazine, and that's been a right. lot of fun. Yeah, I've, 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 I've caught a couple of episodes of that, and, and it's, it's really good. Uh uh it obviously fuji centric but um entertaining just the same i mean hey it's all about photography and and if you're you know if you have a passion for the medium then it's definitely a good listen so so that's good thanks man uh, yeah that that has been very challenging because i for for the fuji love podcast that is uh i basically took over the role from another host and that particular host had the voice of a, a voice of a god, and oh, yeah. he was uh, very, uh, th- th- very tough shoes to fill. And I'm trying to keep things Fuji centric, but uh, keep the the interviews to. I, I love origin stories. I love how people got into photography, and and so I'm trying to keep a nice, positive, uh, and laid back feel to the to the interview so yeah it's been it's been fun and that that is so much like my situation um with the artful life photography community like the website i took over as host and you know this podcast is a product of 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 that uh there was no podcast before not like this anyway i know i know warren had tried to maybe maybe get something going there at one time but it just didn't get off the ground i guess but you know what getting back to the origin stories that you mentioned that's that's basically what this is all about so i'll start off by asking how did you get into iphone photography superman returns um (laughs) (laughs) oh yes i do know this story but go ahead (laughs) so i i don't know how many times i've told this story but basically it the, the way I got into uh, – I mean I've been a wedding photographer for close to 20 years now. So I've been doing photography for, for a while. And I remember – Superman Returns I use as uh, kind of the j- – just a catalyst so to speak because it's yeah. the one thing that just sticks in my mind. And, it, and it's a very uh, popular – hollywood trope uh kind of like uh grocery bags what do they always contain they have something leafy and they have a breadstick in there just to denote <laughs> yeah. that i went grocery shop. and anytime <laughs> photography is used in a movie what happens is the end product is always a pristine black and white eight by ten with white borders 
like yes. always that no matter what yeah. camera you're using, that's the, that's what the person spits out and, and they're beautiful. It, it, it doesn't matter what lens you are using. It, it, it's always going to be perfect and, uh, black and white. And so there's one particular scene in, in, in the movie where Superman has to save Miss Tessmacher and she's driving in this car with the brakes out and all over the place. And she's finally saved and Superman is there. And some little kid with a flip phone snaps a shot with it. And then the, you know, then the portrays the next day, Perry white is angry at Jimmy because some kid with his camera phone managed to snag like this beautiful portrait of, of, of Superman in, in that pose when it was, you know, really the, the guy with the cannon and the, the happened to be yeah. the, the scene. <laughs> the still photographer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, I was just sitting there. I'm like eating, you know, junk food. Cause this was, I, you know, I didn't go to the movies. I, I, I bought this on video or something like that. And I'm just sitting there. I pulled it. There's <laughs> no way that's going to come from a smartphone. Smartphones are stupid. Uh, I mean, sorry, not not smartphones, cell phones. Smartphones weren't invented yet. This is about 2000, 2001. Right. Uh, or, or somewhere along that. 2005, when did that come out? Uh, I, I forget, but, you know, poor Brandon Ralph. He did a good job, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the movie, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, a cell phone is never going to take a good photo. Ever. Ever. <laughs> fast forward a few years and i'm sitting there watching the iphone 4 uh keynote and there this little phone and, and the iphone 4 was pretty remarkable in that we all saw the 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 how it's going to look mm-hmm. you know with with the gizmodo leaks and all that and you know yeah. i thought the phone you know i, I already was sold on the iPhone. And when I saw this, I'm like, this thing is beautiful. It, it is exquisite in its design because it's, uh, it's, it, it's, it's industrial, but industrial in a, in a beautiful, succinct, compact way. And, and, and yeah. it just, I, I think it's the design that really stuck with a lot of people. I mean, it's been used over and over again. And then, and so I'm only interested in, in, in that. And, and when they mentioned that the, you know, the, the photography that it did, you know, and showing the, what the camera is able to do by just displaying this massive, you know, full screen image saying, yeah, this, this is straight out of the camera. I'm like, holy crap, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I- I was the first one in line uh, at my local, uh, at my Best Buy. Just, I, I needed to have it. I, I bought it. I bought the most expensive one because that was the last one left. I wasn't the first one in line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bought, what was that? The, the, the most expensive one. I think it was 36, 16 or 36 gigs. I forget what it was. But 32. I, 32 gigs. That's the one. <clears throat> and... I'm like, that's okay because I'm going to be taking so many photos with this thing. This thing is the best thing ever. And oh my God, like back then I I did a show called the lens wipe, which was essentially uh, the long story short. It was a comedy version of uh, a photography podcast. We we were very lighthearted. And I think the tagline was the, it's the only photography podcast without focus or direction. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. 
we we got that tagline because somebody left us a one star rating. It's like you know what that has a nice ring to it. That we're we're, we're keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and so and, and it keeps threatening to come back. It keeps threatening to come back one of these days. Um, yeah. So we we kept talking about the iPhone so much, uh, the the photography that we were doing. That it made sense to start our own podcast just dedicated to iPhone photography. And back then, it was myself, uh, a colleague of mine, Keith Tharp. Uh, he, he is also a wedding photographer. And then we, we wanted it to be a, a three-person show. And the, so we, you know, around that time, there was this thing called Instagram that showed its head. And I don't remember what, at what version iPhone we're at at this point. Um, but I found Matt Hoffman, uh, through, through Instagram and Mm -hmm. I saw that he did some writing for some, uh, adventure magazines and he was very much a landscape photographer, which is something that also appealed to me because both Keith and I are both wedding photographers and we wanted somebody that has a different perspective on photography. And so we were the, the original three, uh, for tiny shutter and it just blossomed from there. Uh, and I, you know, we, we have been doing iPhone photography ever since. So that's, that's how it all began. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, and there's a little story about hipstamatic there too, somewhere, isn't there? So hipstamatic was, uh, to this day, I, I I really haven't gone back to that app, but it is uh, significant in that one of the things that Keith and I had on our bucket list for Tiny Shutter was to actually do an entire wedding from start to finish using the iPhone. And this is back when that was kind of a big deal. It's, it's not really that big of a deal now, mm-hmm. but it's something that we wanted to tackle. And we got our chance when somebody in Connecticut put out a Craigslist ad saying that they wanted a couple photographers to photograph their entire wedding using the Hipstamatic app because the bride was a big fan of the app. And they already had a professional wedding photographer to cover the event. This is just some additional stuff. It's just gravy. Yeah. And so Keith and I we're all over that. We were like, yeah, just tell them we'll do it. We'll, we'll, we're, we're not looking for money. Connecticut is just a couple hours drive. That's no problem. And the, the article, the, the, the whole thing blew up. They, they got mentioned on Petapixel and, and they got such negative feedback because I don't think people understood that they already had a wedding photographer. Oh, and, right. And so they were, you know, got death threats. They got the, just this really harsh response, uh, very little positive response. And it's fortunate, I, fortunate that Keith and I were very positive with, with, with reaching out to them. And it also helped that we both had uh, actual portfolios that they could look at. And it got to the point, it got to the point where it's like, did they give an answer yet? Did they give an answer? Just, just tell them we'll be there. 
we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going to be there. And, and so the couple are like, okay, I guess, I guess they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is about when the iPhone five debuted. Uh, I was using the iPhone 4S for 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 my side. I had my iPhone 4S and the my my iPad, which I was just using as kind of I wasn't planning on using it. Uh, even at that point, the 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 old lady syndrome was prevalent. But the one thing that we were really noticing was that Hipstamatic was chewing the life out of the iPhone. We started at 100% photographing the the bride getting ready. And within 20 minutes, the iPhone was already down to half its battery life. Wow. Uh, yeah, my phone was getting chewed up and spit out just because of, I mean, it wasn't meant to be used this long. Who, who knew? Yeah, yeah. Keith had the benefit of having his phone, his previous phone, his kid's phone, and he was also using the bride's phone. Oh, wow. Me, I had my phone, my iPad, and my MacBook Pro, uh, just so I could unload the photos. And, And so when we were getting ready to go to from the bride's place to the venue, we were, I, I was charging my uh, iPhone, but I was getting ready to throw the Instamatic, uh, the Hipstamatic app onto my iPad. And then I realized that, hang on, instead of using this god-awful iPad and, and, and looking like an old lady, <laughs> I'm just going to keep my iPhone attached to my MacBook and just use my MacBook as the battery. <laughs> Hey, so yeah, why not? So I take the MacBook, I put it into, uh, I, I think I had a messenger bag at that time, uh, threw it in, in there. And, and so I have this massive battery that's hanging off my shoulder with a tiny little iPhone as the camera. <laughs> <laughs> the juxtaposition was just really weird, but it did the trick. I, I had a full battery the entire time and I could say that the the iPhone ran a little hot that day, but uh, yeah, I, I suppose it would. <laughs> I could have but, cooked the uh, cooked the me- the food at the venue, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, worked. And and the end result was, uh, you know, a, a very nice portfolio of photos from the event. I, I I take it. We did some great photos. It was a lot of fun. And in some ways, I think we outshined the actual photographer oh. <laughs> uh, in that. Uh, so the, the kid was very new to photography. He had the gear and everything. He had the talent, but he didn't have the experience in photographing weddings. Not too many. Right. And yeah. so the, the bride, this was just, an, it's still to this day, one of the most epic weddings that I ever photographed. Uh, it was uh, Alice in Wonderland themed wedding, and they went the, spare no expense decking the place out in Alice in Wonderland themed stuff. It was just amazing. Uh, 
this was the ceremony was in the Rose Garden, I believe, in, oh, yeah. in Connecticut, which was really nice. It was uh, it was in the fall. It, it was late September, so there wasn't much blooming at that point. And the bride just drives up in this, I think it was a Rambler, just this beautiful classic car. And she's in the back seat with her maid of honor just sitting back and they pull up, get out of the car and immediately comes to starts walking down the aisle. Meanwhile, the actual photographer is still in his car. He hasn't parked his car yet. And I'm in the position where I'm going to catch the bride coming down the aisle. No professional photographer is there. Well, I mean, no lead photographer. There's with with a proper camera. And so I only had the iPhone to, to do it. And I'm like, well, I hope she likes this. So I made sure <laughs> yeah. to, to, to make sure I'm nailing each shot. And I'm like, oh man, I don't even know what filter I'm using on the hipstamatic app, but I'm trying to keep something that's new as neutral as possible, just in case she wants to print these. And, and I don't even know if you can print these. <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't remember what size they spit it out as, but, uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, she was still she was happy. She was fine. She was really cool with it. Uh, but I'm like, whoa! Should I pull out an actual camera for this? But yeah, yeah. Like well, that's, that's, that that's moment a... was a nail biter. But I, I nailed it with the iPhone. And once she came down the aisle, a couple minutes later, the actual photographer showed up, and so we were able to go back into taking flavor shots. And then the rest of the night was yeah. was fine. Uh, but wow, that was, that was an incredible time. We got our wish. We got to photograph our, uh, wedding from start to finish with the iPhone and, and had a great story afterwards. Well, that, that is a cool story. And I mean, I'm sure it would have been very nerve wracking, you know, trying to, trying to record the event with an iPhone with an app that you, it sounds like you weren't overly familiar with. And, um, I mean, to have it turn, you know, big, big, uh, sigh of relief there. I'm not one for filters and right. I'm kind of a purist in that respect. Um, I do like some filters, but I like it before taking the photos. I don't like applying things afterward. Uh, yeah, it just not my cup of tea and hipstamatic while it's a, it was a fine app at the time, I think kind of goes a little overboard with some of their filters. Um, I mean, that's just my personal take. Be honest with you. I've never, ever used it. And because like you, I'm not really big into the filters when I got my first iPhone. Yeah. I played around with a whole bunch of different things, but, um, that, that lasted a year or two and then it kind of fizzled away and, and I just got more into the photography side of it instead of, you know, playing around with it. But, so fast forward to today, what are you shooting with today? I have the iPhone XS. Um, that is, I I kept with with that one. I, I was debating whether I should upgrade to the 11, but uh, I'll wait and see. Uh, right now, uh, the XS was fine. Uh, I upgraded to that from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the iPhone 7 
the the seven plus um was there seven s no there was one from seven to eight right it went to the eight after that yeah yeah and so then the 10 came out at the same time yeah if, if memory serves me i think you did have the seven plus the seven plus was a great phone that I, I had a lot of fun with that and i wanted something that could have a little bit more power because i was actually fascinated with the augmented reality that they were coming out with uh, oh yeah so when i saw the 10 come out i wasn't a big fan of the form factor uh it was it was okay uh i kind of liked the home button uh, but when the 10s came out, I was like, all right, I, you know what? I'm just going to give it a try. And I, and I like it. I, I really do. Uh, the, the, the power behind it was really nice. The, the extra oomph. And the one thing I ap- actually do miss is the horizontal screen, uh, going into landscape mode with your, with your home screen. I do miss, yeah. that. uh, and that's one yeah, I'll thing. I'll never understand why they didn't port that over to the 10 format. Uh, the know, guy, it, it ended with the 8 plus. Yeah, it's, uh, it has something to do with that uh, that little notch at the top. Uh, something to oh, do with the hard right. code for that. And okay, that's what the guy at the Apple Store told me anyway. So, well, it kind of makes sense, I guess. Nah, yeah. I, I missed it. I miss. I miss it. I miss <laughs> yeah. the, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you still have that with with apps like mail, um, things like that. You still have that uh, capability, but the home screen itself, yeah, it, it's it's not there. The the icons don't rotate for you, and and yeah, you're right. I, I kind of miss that too because it was a nice feature. But um, so when you shoot with your with your iPhone. Um, Native camera, or I think you're a fan of Camera Plus, are you not? Camera Plus 2? For just for, right, regular. Yeah, for, like, for stills, yeah. Day-to-day, it's the native camera app. But when I'm out and about, uh, it's usually Camera Plus for macro photography and some regular photography. If I'm having a tricky exposure for some long exposure stuff, for example, if I'm photographing a waterfall, my, my go-to app is always slow shutter cam. But if I'm having some issues with the exposure, I go right to camera plus or camera plus two. Yeah. Because I'm able to adjust a little bit. Uh, the camera plus two has some good manual functions. Uh, but so I, I bounce between camera plus two and halide for, for, manual photography stuff and now there's uh uh there's first light by the people who make filmic pro that actually yeah pretty decent camera app and and i'm still using that uh testing it out and so far so good um as far as regular stuff but uh yeah i was gonna ask you about first light when you said earlier but you're not a fan of after the shot because Phil with first everything's done before you take the shot. Like the, the, the looks, the, um, you know, the green, yeah, all that stuff. That's all added before you even have a shot. Uh, so you're experimenting it's, with those. 
Yeah, and and it's not over the top, which is what I like about uh, yeah. film, if the the filmic stuff. It, it's trying to mimic a lot of the old style film, like uh, the the Kodak film and the Fuji film, uh, which I'm a huge fan of. I I I love Kodachrome. I love the the Velvia stuff. All, all the old mm-hmm. formats were Provia and, and just absolutely amazing. Um, I, I've tested it a little bit, but I, I'm not, again, I, I'm just going to be the purist and just shoot it as is rather than applying a filter. Um, but uh, apart from that, it, it's, I mean, so here's the funny thing, regardless of what app you're using, it, it kind of depends on my mood because in the end you're, you're using the iPhone, <laughs> There's nothing is going yeah. to change, change the fact that you're using the same camera, uh, the, the same lens, the same sensor, the same processor. It's all, it's, it's all the same. Uh, it, it's just presented to you differently. So if, if I'm in a halide kind of mood, I'll use halide. If I'm in camera plus mood, you know, I'll do camera plus. Uh, mm. and that's the beauty of it because you can tailor fit your photography experience any way you want because it's all under the same iPhone umbrella. And, and so I, I think you can have that. You're, you're accessing the same API. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You're accessing the and, same API calls and uh, it, it's just a matter of how it's, it's presented to you. And it, every situation is going to be different. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you you mentioned also that you are making videos for the Tiny Shutter YouTube channel. So you're obviously shooting a lot of video. Yes. And I think the Filmic Pro is my go-to app for that. That That is by far just above and beyond what anybody else is doing for video. Um but I'll also use the native video app that, that Apple has. I think that has some great features to it as well. And, and it's simple to use. It's very straightforward. It, it, use it in a pinch. But I got to say, what uh, Filmic Pro has yeah. done with uh, their brand new one, uh, God, what's it called? Um, Double Take? Yeah. Double Take is really nice. That is going to make B-roll much easier because yeah. <laughs> it do different angles and record them at the same time. And it, it you, sh- you know, shoot the wide, shoot the tight, um, and mm-hmm. do all that at the same time. And, and right now that that's only, I'm only able to do two camera streams at the same time. Uh, that that's what my phone is limited to. I think you could do all three cameras on the, iphone 11 pro the pro version or or whatever but oh yeah yeah Yeah, i thought it was just limited to two no matter what but yeah i could see the pro being able to do three different ones at the same time it it has you know it it has a different type of chipset where it's so so powerful and, and and less taxing on the battery and everything so yeah so you haven't really tried double take in one of the tiny shutter videos yet or or, I'm working you know, on anything you're working on there. 
Yeah. That, that is something that I'm going to work on next. I'm, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. I've been trying to get a video out for, um, first light for a while. And I, I had a video that was about 75% completed. And then all of a sudden they go to, they, they change their payment models. Uh, they yeah, yeah. Subscription to, to, uh, the, the one-time payment. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. I, I got to go through this again. <laughs> and, and so I was doing that. And then all of a sudden they came out with a double take. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I could just kind of squeeze them together. It's all the same family. Yeah, and of course. Yeah, so so that's still in the works. Uh, the one thing that I'm very much kicking myself is that they are very slow to come by. I, I want to make sure that they're the best that I can make them. Uh, so it's 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 a slow progress to get the videos out. But uh, and, and you know I have a day job and I also do wedding photography on weekends. So time is yeah. very limited. Um, and, and you have a, a wife and kids. I mean, that, a family takes up some time too, you know? Yeah. I, it's I, it's what, we call, that part. what we call life, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. So one of the final questions I like to ask everybody is, is where do you want to go with your iPhone photography or in this case, some of the video stuff? Like wh- where would you like to see that take you? I want to focus more on what you can photograph with your device. The one thing that is very popular right now uh, is specific apps, specific uh, specific brands showing what they can do as far as like specs. It's all very spec centric. And right. I'm, I tested it kind of played around with things with the chasing landscape series that, that I did for tiny shutter and you actually contributed one as well. Yeah. Which is just going, showing what the, what you can do with the camera rather than focusing on Mm -hmm. what you used. And it's basically an enjoyable, relaxing video out in the wild showing where you are and then showing the photos that you took. And I don't think it's necessary to mention in the video what you used. It's just a nice trip uh, and the viewers along for the ride. I'm really much into that. And I think future projects are going to be more related to just being out and having the adventure and you just happen to have the iPhone with you to, to record it all. Yeah. I really, yeah. Means more that because really at, at this point, it doesn't matter what device you have. As long as you're sharing the adventure, I, I think that's really what counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- like the video that I submitted with you is, um, it's all just music, you know, and and that shows the video and and uh, photos and stuff like that. But what I what I really like about yours is the narration and and the, you know, you you carry the the little Osmo as you're walking along, you're filming yeah. yourself talking and explaining where you're going and what you're doing, 
And that's something that that I want to try for the channel is, is you know in this area because there's so much nice stuff where I live that I would like to showcase some of that and 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 do it that way. Yeah. I just got to get the nerve up to do it. <laughs> it's a lot of nerve. It, it is especially if there's people around. It, it, it's yes, very difficult yeah. to have yeah. the to talk to yourself. Uh, I'm really interested in the upcoming iPads. Uh, the the iPad Pros. The oh yeah. The rumor that they will have the same three camera system as the iPhones is really intriguing. Oh. And this is something that I'm actually waiting for right now. I'd love to have an iPad Pro because just one, the, the sheer power behind them, the, the, it's absolutely sick. But two, I kind of want to do photography with an iPad now. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be that guy? I want to be that guy. I want to be. Yeah. And, it's and all part of it is I, I get that it's funny look but with uh w- when you're doing landscape photography you want to be able to see as much as possible on the screen and oh, yeah i want and the 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 telephoto lens on the uh, iphone is okay uh, it's not the greatest lens the the really the the wide angle the the main lens is is the one that's mm-hmm. the best the best one you're getting the best yeah, it's it's the money maker yeah and so i was debating whether i should get the ipad pro because it has a great camera on it, it it's it's essentially the the iphone 11 or or the iphone 10s or no what what is it xr the the cheaper version it's oh, basically the, the, yeah yeah the 10r the 10R, yeah. It's basically that camera on the mm-hmm. iPad Pro. And so I was looking at buying that. And of course, you know, iPad, the Apple did a commercial on uh, shooting everything about the commercial for the iPad using the iPad. So they did the photography, the, the storyboarding, the video layout. Everything was done start to finish using the iPad Pro, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I, I kind of raised my hand saying, you know what, guys, you have like jibs, you have these in, in incredible light tables and all this other stuff. It's like, you know, you're using million dollar equipment and happen to be using the iPad. And I'm like, then I, I, I thought to myself, you know what, just just put up or shut up. Just do your own then. You know, you don't have million dollar yeah. equipment, but you do have the gear. <laughs> yeah. And so I was about ready to buy it at this point. And, and then I heard rumors of the, the, the new stuff that's going to be uh, long, potential, well, potentially launching. So, Yeah, and, and having the ability to shoot with multiple cameras at the same time is game-changing for sure. That would you know, be especially nice. Especially doing like your, your chasing landscapes type of thing. I mean, I mean you can film yourself and the scene at the same time. And I mean, just the time you save alone could be a big bonus. You know what? I'm actually going to, the, the, that part doesn't interest me being able to use the selfie cam and the, the front oh, yeah. face cam at the same time. The problem with that is that you have to have it. it, it you 
the drawback is that you have to have everything perfectly aligned. Even if one thing is off, it throws off the other side as well. Uh, oh yeah. So if I need to angle the selfie cam just a little bit, it's going to throw off the angle that, that I'm shooting within the front. Oh, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it, on, on paper, pretty cool, but eh, not so much in reality. But being able to do the 50 millimeter side and the you know 28 millimeter side on the front is really cool. So yeah. it's a wait and see right now. Uh, I might, if it's intriguing enough that the three camera system on the iPad, uh, I'll get it. But if not, then I'll just get the discounted version of the iPad Pro that's out right now, and uh, you know, see if I could get that on the cheap and, and just mm-hmm. yeah. Cause I do want to do some landscape photography. I want to look like that schlub that's thinks he's shooting with large format, but not really. <laughs> like, just, just, just put a towel over your head and make it look good. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to ham it up. I want to make it really funny and uh, yeah. see where it goes. Because in, in the end, the photos are going to come out real nice. Oh, sure. You know, it's, it, I'm not worried about that, but if I could have, if I could get some laughs out of it, then then it's all good. Yeah. So just real quick, uh, when you put these videos together, what are you putting them together with? Are you doing it on a Mac or are you doing it on an iPad? Like the the editing and and to, to come up with the final result. So they are mostly done on the, uh, the, the MacBook pro, but, the most recent chasing landscapes that I did was uh, winter's end. And that was done entirely on the iPad pro. Um, and, and I have the, the, the first generation iPad pro, the, the 12.9 inch display, uh, which at the time when I got it, extremely nice, but the iPad pros are so much better now. <laughs> what a difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. And so, what do you use on the iPad then? Which app? Oh, uh, LumaFusion. Uh, that that oh, is yeah. the go-to. But here's the thing: it, while it's doable, it's a big learning curve because you don't have a mouse, and that is yeah. that is difficult. And then the other part is the storage factor. Uh, the storage still isn't as straightforward as a mac it's it's just there's no getting around it yes they made improvements to the file system but i find that getting the files onto the ipad pro very easy getting them off not so much they 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 have a way of lingering and taking up a lot of space And, and Truth be told, I only have uh, like a hundred. I think I have the hundred twenty-eight gigabyte yeah. iPad Pro, and that's not a lot uh, when, when it comes to video. Well, yeah, when it comes to video, but you know, and this is where the new iPad, even the ones that the most latest version of the iPad Pro is out now, they do have mouse support and external storage support the through USB C. I mean, I could use a mouse on my my device right now. But it oh, is, could you? yeah, it's, it's not still not really a mouse. It is, um, it, it still functions more as a pointer. Oh. Uh, 
but you can okay. do custom things with it. I don't want to do that. Um, but you know, it, it's kind of a wait and see. Um, again, I, I want to see mm-hmm. what the new, the new tech is going to show. And, and really it's while I can do it on the iPad pro for the future, I, I think I'll still stay with the, with the MacBook Pro to edit the videos. It's just light years faster still. Yeah. Yeah. If you're shooting in 4K, if you are, I don't know if you do or not, but if you do shoot in 4K, the processing power of the MacBook Pro is, I think, superior to the iPad. Um, I mean, just just the uh, processing time, you know, for the final video to, to save it out as a file I would imagine it would be much better on a MacBook Pro. I know with mine, um, my MacBook Pro is a 2016 model. And yeah. for me to say output a three-minute video, it still takes uh, probably a good five minutes maybe. I'm not sure. I've never really timed it, but it, it's it's certainly not instant. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't usually – Okay. Uh, I, it's 1080p for me. Uh, there's no reason to go 4K just yet. No, I shoot – 4k but i don't output 4k i'll i'll output 1080 but i I shoot 4k so that if i want to you know i want to crop into something i still can output it in that 1080 so it's 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 doing a lot of work in in you know under the hood so yeah yeah i i i don't i don't even shoot in 4k i figure if i need to go in tight i i'll I'll use my legs (laughs) yeah <laughs> well, that's that's a good idea. Well, dude, this has been a a, a, a good um, a good fun interview, and I'm so glad that you were able to come on and um, and you know share your story with us. Uh, tell us uh, where we could all find you online. Uh, you could find me uh, on Instagram. I am Mark Sadowski. Uh, that's Mark with a C. Uh, or you could find me on. Uh, the, occasionally showing up on the Tiny Shutter podcast, uh, but mostly the Tiny Shutter YouTube channel, which you could do a simple search for uh, Tiny Shutter, and you'll find that. And I'm also on the Fuji Love podcast, uh, and that's yeah. all devices, uh, all podcast finders, and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'll put links to those in the show notes and everything, so uh, people will be able to hunt them hunt you down that way and you can find me on uh, instagram at mcmillan photo on twitter mcmillan underscore photo and of course at the artful eye photography community where mark is as well and um uh, it's at artful club i had to think about that for a second because i just <laughs> put a new domain name on it <laughs> right on, man. and the podcast is located at artful so Thanks again, Mark, for coming on, and uh, we'll see you all in the next one. My pleasure, man. It's great have uh, it's great being on the show. Great having you on. I'm so used to <laughs> <Yes>. this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Eh? <laughs> you could have. I, I said to the guys the other night. I said to the I said to the guys the other night. Uh, Dave made a a quick little comment about you firing me tonight, and I said, "Oh no, you can't fire me off this one." <laughs> <laughs> That's an ongoing joke. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so good night, everybody, and we'll see you on the next one. Take care.